Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, uh, Straight Talk with Gay Men. <laughs> it's always so long before there's a new one. We forget uh-huh. what it's called. Yeah, what is, what is it? That's the best part about it. I'm happy we have this podcast because we... Um, we get to catch up. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's kind of how our friendship is anyway. We kind of just, you know, every once in a while we'll call each other and have like a long discussion and we're like, why not just put it into podcast? Yeah. Form. Oh, that is our origin story, isn't it? Yeah. That's the origin story. It there is the go, origin people. story. Mm-hmm. See, you have to be a real listener to get to the origin story. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Episode four, the summer edition. This is our first summer, summer sode. Yeah. Would this be the end of our first season? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like a four episode thing. It's like a presidency. It's a, a four-year... Yeah. So, I think after this one, that's when we got to start bringing on guests, probably. Yeah. Like, that's, that I think that is that the next like evolution. Good, like, right. We need a cabinet, Ooh. you know, if we're going with this presidency. Motif. Oh, that's this is a good <laughs> metaphor you got going. Thanks, yeah. Because everyone who doesn't love the presidency right now. Did you all know that Brad writes? I do. I mean, I need to get back <laughs> into writing, but uh, I have a little little uh, cocktail. Oh, drinking. oh, that's yeah. nice. I'll tell you what it is. It's a little splash of Campari, little splash of grenadine, little splash of vodka, and some grapefruit sparkling water. It's pretty good. Summer Bev. Did someone just fall down in your apartment? <laughs> I was just wondering if you that. No, there's this. There's someone moving above uh, me. Some stumbling. It's, it's always the most random about like times. Like I don't hear it all the time, but every once in a while, there's just like super loud noises upstairs, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on up there. I mean, God bless them. Um. So everyone should know we've made some changes in our life i am now in minneapolis i've moved wait i'm so sorry brad <laughs> <laughs> i don't live in phoenix anymore that was a great segue um but i you talked about the beverage you have and i realized i have nothing i don't have water I don't have oh alcohol. you don't have any, what the fuck so i'm gonna i'm gonna go and get <laughs> something a beverage okay good you're thirsty. So I can stay hydrated because it's hot. What? I'm like the worst at making podcasts today. Mm. You live in New York. You're a busy person. Brad, don't fire me. Don't know. This is all I have. You can't. <laughs> this is all I have. <laughs> Truly. Um, don't fire you. You're okay. So, so I have moved to Minneapolis. What did you make? What's your beverage? First off. Um, so I got some water because it's the summertime. So everyone remember to hydrate. Yeah. Um, and and, um, I'm not fancy like you. I just have well, just peach juice and some tequila in the mug. Honestly, that sounds pretty good. Mine was like gay, like a gay, like, oh, fancy for a fruit drink. Yours is like, <laughs> like grounded. And 
grounded in the reality of <laughs> yeah of uh, <laughs> the gosh. inflation. My God, uh-huh, right? Okay, so yes, you're in Minneapolis and I'm in New York, um, uh-huh. which is you know are equally expensive places. Actually, um, they're not. New York is much no, more expensive than Minneapolis. Yeah. No, Minneapolis is like a gas station compared. I'm... Well, not really. That doesn't make any sense right now. <laughs> Because gas station, I meant like a convenience store, and you're like living in, um, you know, Nordstrom's or Neiman Marcus, something yeah, like no, that. Yeah, no, it's wild here. Yeah. Um, so, I have a fun, uh, a fun game we can play. Okay, cool. Um, can you look up your local Applebee's? Oh my god. Okay. And see what is the price of the chips and queso. Okay, that's a good idea. Um. But as you do that, I'll talk about my time in New York. So, um, you know, New York is exhausting. There's just so much that you have to do to live in New York. Like, you have to get on the train and walk to this place. And then all my friends live in Brooklyn. Everyone lives in Brooklyn. I live in Washington Heights, um, which is really nice. I like it up here. Yeah, it's it's very green. There are lots of parks. There are lots of bodegas and lots of delis and... Um, you know, just lots of cool folks around here and it's relatively quiet. I live in a pretty residential neighborhood or on a a residential block. Um, I mean, in the sense of like, there are lots of families and there's a sign that's like, Hey, slow down. This is residential block near my place. So. Hey, listen, Applebee's wants me to make an account in order to see this, this, are uh, you serious? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna. Applebee's is a uh... no. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna okay. You find it. You find it out. But yeah, you know, it's been it's been it's been good. I mean, I'm doing good work, and um, uh, it's a lot of work. It's very busy. But um, good for you. And I'm doing some cool. I I was an actor in a reading a couple of weeks ago, and, and I am the resident director for a company called the Twenty Sided Tavern. Nice. It's like a live action Dungeons and Dragon. You do Dungeons and Dragons? I mean, I've never played personally, but I help the actors. Like I'm I'm like the actor coach. Oh, interesting. So essentially I just play a bunch of improv games. It's my favorite job ever. Okay. Like you know how you were an intern at the Rose and you were playing improv games with the kids that didn't want to play them? Yes. This time, you're playing with adults that absolutely want to play them, and it's their job. Cool. So it's I'm, a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm sure it is a lot of fun. I'm sure it's got its own special, you know, challenges to it. Or maybe not. Are they all, uh, yeah, any any challenges with those adults? Um, I mean, I guess the challenge comes with the, just the show itself, because it's, not a play it's an experience it's a live game that the audience gets to vote on so it's all improv but it's improv with the game structure um so like working with folks like improv with a goal like is interesting and like what games are going to help us like with efficiency and comedy and with like like Mm. tightening up like the specificity of the moment so that we can keep the momentum going and, and pacing and all that stuff um so and improv it's, is hard because it's either the like greatest thing you've ever seen or truly the worst experience ever. Right, and these actors are amazing. Yeah, um, they're 
all so funny and inventive and willing to just be absolutely ridiculous, which, you know, you know, as someone that has done acting and improv, that the willingness to be ridiculous is That's most of the job. Yeah, that so. is most of the job. Um, yeah. But you are in Minneapolis. I are you am. doing theater? Yeah, What's I happening? just I just got so my partner Reese got a job in um what is it called? Minneapolis. <laughs> in the uh, <laughs> in the tech industry, I guess. And it's not really tech, it's more like he's tech he's his job title is psychometrician, which it's like what oh. the fuck is that? Um I don't even know. He doesn't really even know. He does research. Research. Works in a big office building downtown. Very cool. Very fancy. Um, and I came along. I was like, yeah, let's go. It was between moving back here or moving to San Diego because he got a job offer in San Diego. But what they were going to pay him in San Diego was like the same as what they'd pay him in Minneapolis. And you can get a lot further and live a much better life in Minneapolis yeah, yeah. on the salary than the one in... I mean, San Diego... It, it's crazy. Like the apartment we have now is a two bedroom, one bath in uptown, which if you know, Minneapolis, it's like a cool, funky neighborhood. Yeah. And you guys are like, like yeah. super hip. That's cool. <laughs> we're hip. Yeah. There's You're cool of, gays now. Mm-hmm, we're cool gays. You know, we have uh, hardwood floors. Uh, it's very chic. And uh, we have a small little balcony that no one can stand on because it will fall <laughs> out. It's a hundred year and two year old building. Oh yeah, the, the you the, you like our apartment is like seventeen hundred. I'll be apparent. I'll be I'll be transparent about that. That's what we pay, to not each, just flat, for the whole thing. And in San Diego, that would be like thirty three hundred dollars a month. We were looking yeah. like it's not. I mean, I'm sure you know New York, but New York oh, has yeah. always been kind. It's always just in my mind been like, oh yeah, it's expensive city. Like it's just a foregone conclusion. San Diego, it's like the most one of the most expensive cities in America now. Yeah, it's wild. Everything's too expensive. I know. Someone was asking me the other day, like, where's the best place to live? Where's the new hot place? And I'm like, there's no... Well, everywhere's hot, but it's not fun to live in anywhere, really. Like, everything's a struggle. Everything's exhausting. Nothing is made easy anymore. Yeah, no, everything's a disaster right now. Mm-hmm. There's nothing fun about living anywhere here right now. Um, there's, <laughs> it's, everything's actually very bad. You've got, a sh- you know, shooting after shooting. I guess we're, you know, like, it's horrific every day. You hear about Every one. single day. You want to hear a story... Um, that is uh, really sad, and then I saw a really sad play afterwards. So like, I'm just like all kinds of. So, I was in the subway yesterday. I was going to see a show on the Broadway. What show? Um, the Kite Runner, which uh, is only running for I believe 17 weeks, and is beautiful. If you can cool. see it, you should see it. That's a um, movie, right? It's a movie based on a book, and now it's a play. This production came over from the UK. It's not a musical? Um, it is not a musical. It is a play. Cool. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Um, very sad. If you know the book and you know the, the movie, then you know this. But I did not. And I was very sad. Um, but very good. And very well uh, acted by all the people. Um, 
Yeah, that's all I'll say at this moment. It was fantastic. Go see it if you can, and you're in New York. Anyway, on the way to this show, uh, I saw, like, I heard some yelling through my headphones. And so I, like, paused my, my, head, my music, and I saw people, like, looking around, and then I saw people, like, running, and it was the stop I was going to get off at anyway. So I get off, and... I just see people like running by me and I, but I didn't hear anything. And I was like, what is happening? Um, and like, then there were these kids that were running by me saying, he's got good. He's got a good. Oh, fuck. And I, at that moment I knew, Oh, this is clearly not an actual thing that's happening, but I could also feel the like, was it an or, interactive improv theater piece? No, it was okay. just these children who then, so then as I was walking to the theater, like, they were behind me, like, gloating about them. They were like, we cleared, like, half the train. Like, we scared everybody. Like, <laughs> it was a horrible experience. And I was like, what a horrible world we live in that, like, children everyone that I was this? just with had, like, one, the children would do this, but two, that, like, this genuine fear, the genuine fear that I felt from all the people downstairs. I mean, and and then for a brief moment, self included, because I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah. But then I quickly, I quickly assessed and was like, "Oh, this wasn't." But like, this is who knows? Foolish. Like, uh, who knows? It could have been happening. No, it could have been. Yeah, for sure. Aren't because they? That's like they like broke the free speech law. Like they did the yeah. exact thing that you're not supposed to do about the whole like don't yell fire. There, I mean, yep. You know, so that's the world we live in. The children Everything world. They they will inherit this earth, and you know, it will be what they make it. God bless them. Whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, that was wild. It was a wild moment. I didn't like it. Um, and then I saw a horribly sad play. Yeah, that is a so. bummer. I was watching uh, a news thing about the shooting that happened last night in Indiana, um, which I think was at a mall. Oh, I saw a lot of Dick Sporting Goods in the background, so it was just like your, you know, kind of run-of-the-mill American mall. And they were interviewing these two girls. And th- this just, like, revealed to me how desensitized we really have become to these these two girls one was like they were they were being asked so will you go back to the mall will you will you go back to the mall again and one of them was like oh no i won't for sure no i i'm too scared this was a horrific experience to me like i'll never come back to this mall and then the other one right next to her goes um i'll probably come back i only heard the gunshots i didn't see the gunman so it didn't freak me out that much so i'll be back yeah <laughs> like, these are young young teenage kids who are just like yeah shootings happen at the mall like what do you you know that's just kind of part of life and culture in America I'm like that's true that's not wrong and the cop who was being interviewed in the video seemed like just so so dumb and in the wake of the whole Uvalde nonsense yeah and in the wake of just everything we know of about it all, police. Of Buffalo. Yeah, of, of this. I mean, the police that literally shot at what they shoot at that black kid 90 times. Yeah, yeah. Hit him 60 times. Yeah. 
and then arrested a mass shooter with no incident. Right. Right. <laughs> it's just like Oh man. So lots of bad things happening. Well, let's solve that mystery of how much uh, it costs to get queso and chips. At oh, I found it. Okay, I absolutely good. found it. Thank okay. you for reminding me. So, okay, getting white queso dip and chips <laughs> at uh, the Rosedale Applebee's. That's a good one. $7.29. Okay. Getting white queso and chips at the Applebee's in Times Square. How much do you think it is? Fourteen twenty-five, fifteen seventy-five. You were close. Dang, those are airport prices. <laughs> That's <laughs> airport are. currency, and it's only because you're in Times Square. How is the same item? Why like are you? And what more? kind of psychopath is going to Applebee's in Times Square, <laughs> and then ha- have the like audacity to get the the chips and white queso? <laughs> what is going? to... I mean. This is the fall of the empire. Like, we're just at the uh, end of our rope, you know, where people are going to Times Square. People, people in, you know, I don't know, Indiana are flying to New York to go to the Times Square Applebee's and, and get, get the, the, the queso. The queso. <laughs> for 15 and then complain about it for sure. Well, like, oh, God, it's so expensive. <laughs> it's not like this in Indiana. Yeah, it would never be this expensive. No. Is it this expensive in Indiana? Do you think the prices hiked by the time we got here? Wow, <laughs> yeah, maybe could be. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, that's that's um wild. That wild. What's gas? Do you even you don't even drive? So I don't drive, but gas. There's a gas. There are two gas stations on my uh, street over from me, and I mean gas is like it's insane. Like six, I think I feel like it's in six dollars ish now. Damn. Yeah, it was it was right as we left Phoenix. It was creeping towards six. It was like five eighty nine, because we're so close to California. I think we just get and uh, Arizona. Phoenix is just going to become like an LA. Like it's definitely on its way to becoming because there's so many Californians moving there, and the governor just passed. Of course, a week after I leave, the governor passes a one hundred twenty five million dollar tax credit for film. For film production, oh, nice. for so I was like, okay, great, cool, but I, you know, I still have my agent out there. I was like, hey Deb, keep me, uh, keep me in mind. Yeah, if it's gonna be worth my while, if you can get me out there and you know, whatever they're filming, some sort of Netflix cowboy thing. <laughs> You're a Netflix uh, yeah. cowboy. <laughs> duh, duh. Aren't we all? Aren't we all Netflix cowboys? So. Uh. Speaking of, um, <laughs> I don't know, what were we going to talk about? What's on the list? <laughs> well, I was going to say, okay, so speaking of ridiculous things, so uh, Mariah Carey was hit with a $20 million lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, fill, fill me in on that. Um, for All Over Christmas is You. Um, and uh, it's, it's by Andy Stone, a.k.a. Vince Vance, uh, who was in a group called Vince Vance and the Valiants. Um, And I, and essentially they're saying, he's saying that this song is not a recreation of his song, but it's close enough to the like theme of and sound of the song that he now deserves money 
like years later. It's very strange. Um, and I've heard both of these songs. I forgot that this song, the, all I want for Christmas is you, which like does kind of sound like, that's, all that's I the want Vance for song? Christmas is you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what is this guy's name? Vince Vance. Okay. So Mariah Carey's net worth is um, $320 million. Oh yeah, are, are so you she's rich. Net worth right now? Yeah, how much? What is his name? Vince Vance. Yeah, Vince. Vance. Net worth. Okay, there's nothing. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look up his real name. Look up his name. Um, what is it? Andy Jones. Andy Stone. Andy Stone. Net worth. Okay, they say 3.2 million. So literally, she's like, whatever that percentage is, I can't do math. She's like <laughs> 10, 100 times, like, literally, she has way more money than him. The So, I mean, so according to the lawsuit, Stone is the co-owner and proprietor of the rights, title, and interest in and to the copyright. And I believe that's to the, the phrase, all I want for Christmas is you, or the song. I mean, if I was Mariah, I'd just be like, listen, I'd settle. I'd say, I got $320 million. How, what do you want? Because what? Do you think he's going to get a, what is, I'd be like, you want a you want million dollars? Do you want a million dollars? And then can you be quiet about this? Well, no, because this is the most paid song. This like. When you think Christmas, you think all I want for Christmas is you. Like, they are intrinsically connected. It's the amount true. of money that Mariah Carey and the team that wrote that song make when that song, like, every Christmas is insane. So he wants in on that money. He don't, he don't want us paid out. <laughs> he wants the residuals. He wants He the... wants a percentage. I'll say, now, you said, when I think about Chris, Christmas, all I can really think of is the birth of Jesus Christ, so... That's my personal truth. Thank you, Brad. Thank uh-huh. you for yeah. I appreciate you for bringing that perspective here. <laughs> yeah. That's an important viewpoint. Uh, because it's Christmas. Because it's Christmas. Yeah, it is Christ. Christ Mass. So he wants he wants you know a penny every time it plays in a close. Oh yes, and yeah. then some. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think he deserves it? I mean, why now? And it's very possible that this could have been going on for a long time and we're just now hearing about it. This is true. Um, but, like, uh, that song is also successful. That song also gets used. Um, not nearly as much as Mariah Carey's and like... Well, and you know when people hear it, they think that's the copycat. They think his song is definitely, like, a, you know... B list or whatever, right? Like, right. Discount, discount. But it came out first, exactly. But and like, I mean, the lyrics are not the same. The gist of the song is the same. But if you're saying "All I Want for Christmas is You," like, of course it is. Hey, like, that's... I've got these dogs are are going wild. Oh, hold I it, hold it. Yep. Okay, I'm so sorry. Hey, welcome back. Yeah, sorry. You know, dogs are gonna be dogs. Listen, dogs be dogging. Dogs be dogging. I don't blame them. Me neither. It's all they know how to do. 
Um, okay, where were we? I was just saying that we all, you know, if you're going to make a song called All I Want for Christmas is You, is that the gist of it will be, I don't need any of these things, I just want you for Christmas. Yeah, there's no so like, more to do there. So I don't know, it's, I think we'll see what happens. I'm not too invested. What the fuck is this dog's problem? I think, there, what if there's a ghost? This is an old house. <laughs> Do you think that there's a ghost? Haunting? There could be a, a daytime ghost. I mean, do you think all ghosts come only come out at nighttime? From media, that would as what I assume. Yeah, media would, or it's very sunny out too. I feel like they don't really come out when it's sunny. But maybe I'm is that that's more vampire. Yeah, that's a bit more. I mean, I don't yeah. know if there are any rules. You just. You're right, though. Popular media does depict ghosts as a nighttime activity. There might be some alternative media in which ghosts kind of wander around in the day. I mean, Casper's just out there. Yeah, Casper's like, always... Casper used to be in the streets. <laughs> he did. On the stoop, hanging out, going around. So, I mean, good for, you know, good for, um... I'm sure Mariah will stand her ground... She's mm-hmm. probably got one killer legal team. Yeah, they sent a cease and desist. Oh, wow. So. That's, um... What does cease and desist mean? It means stop. S- stop. Stop. It stop. means stop. <laughs> stop doing everything you're doing. <laughs> Enough. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah, no. No. Yeah. So... Well, whatever, man. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Do you like Mariah Carey? I'm definitely not a lamb, which mm-hmm. is what her fans are famously referred to as. Yeah. Um, I'm not a lamb, and, you know, I like Mariah Carey songs, but, like, uh, I'm not, like, a Mariah Carey stan. No. Some of the... There's a couple of songs that are good. The yeah. one where she does the... I don't know. The music video is her on a roller coaster. What is that song called? Oh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Oh, what is it called? Yeah. I know exactly what song it is. It's a good skate. It's a good song. Fantasy. Fantasy. Sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. I mean, I also love. um, uh, She's on the swing. You'll always be a part of me. Always be my baby. Mm, Of course. Hero's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I like a lot of her songs. I mean, I'm a black when child, so like I was comes, raised with, of course, a lot of. I mean, I know a lot of Mariah Carey's <laughs> discography. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, speaking of music, let's talk about the songs. Let's first start with, um, the that Beyonce single. <laughs> I'm sorry that you forgot her name. <laughs> I want this to be the the gay podcast that does not does not. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's bow good. Down. Yeah, I. Did you listen to that single? What is it called? Break My Soul? Break My Soul. Yeah, it's fine. It's a song. It is a song. It's just a song. There's okay, so here's my more... thing. And and I said this on social media, and I'm going to say it again. I'll always say it. I will keep saying it, because I stand by it. I believe it. Um, <laughs> and this I'm dog is going to break my soul. Me up. He's going to break my fucking soul. <laughs> I don't know what... There's got to be someone... I'm worried that there's someone, like, stalking the house, or... Let me go. Hold on. <laughs> okay. so, listeners, this is unprofessional. <sighs> One second. <Right. laughs> 
I just served a cease and desist to those dogs. Oh yes. My God, I don't know what's going on. One of there's some. They're probably just mad I'm not like near them. Right, you're not giving them attention. They know yeah. you're in the house. Like yeah. they're like, where? Why aren't you talking? But to like us? I've been sitting around not being near them for all day. But once I decide to need but they to can't do something, see you. Yeah, they can't. That's true. They need to see you. They're like, they need to know you're there at least. Dogs. This is like when you need a cat. Like cats are the perfect podcasting. And I don't even like cats, but they wouldn't interrupt a podcast in this sort of way. <laughs> and if there's uh, a thing that like was like only geared for podcasters, they can make your dogs cats for yeah, just the amount of time idea. that you are podcasting. Right. Um, okay, so break my soul. It's a song. And you were saying it, on social I was media, saying, I was saying you know, my. I have no beef with Beyonce as an artist. I think she's very talented. I think that her music is fun. I don't believe that she has reached a level of artistry that a lot of folks talk about until Lemonade. I think Lemonade's fantastic. I think Lemonade is a piece of art in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, It frustrates me, and it's upsetting to me and my homegirls, (laughs) that every time Beyonce does anything... yeah. The fans are like, wow, this is one of the most revolutionary, groundbreaking things right. that I've ever experienced in my entire <laughs> when life. When it's like, it's just a sampled song and she's singing like some, you know, RuPaul, Billy Porter-esque lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. Oh my God. RuPaul absolutely wrote this song. He did. Like, it's someone posted that, and I was like, yeah, it's absolutely true. Like, this does sound like something. And no, no disrespect to RuPaul. I love his contributions to music have been uh, powerful and super and, strong. Super yeah, strong, super strong and, and really good. I mean, his uh, rap on that one Miley Cyrus song is legendary and iconic. I love that that's the, that's the my... song that you decided to. That's my bedrock. Pick out. That's what I remember. That's what sticks. Pussy on fleek is what he says in that song. <laughs> I think. But yeah, this is the problem with Stan culture, though, is that there's little critical thought at work, and anything that she puts out is amazing, including anything, even if she does that, like that ad she did for Tiffany's, where she's wearing the Hope Diamond, which is like definitely a blood diamond and like <laughs> like the optics on that were strange that was and but everyone was like this is like the only time anyone's ever worn that this diamond and this is and i'm like i just don't know if that's really uh really the win that we think it is i don't yeah i don't understand yeah it's a lot it's stressful um and people will attack you i mean when yeah. i said that when i said that Black is King was not the most amazing film I'd ever seen because it's not a film. It's just a collection of videos, which is fine. It's a great collection of videos, but sure. it's not a film. Um, people were calling that a film? Yeah. That was like kind of her follow-up to Lemonade, basically. People were right? like, it's one of the most amazing films I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and then and then I had people literally in my inbox telling me that I didn't want black women to have joy because <laughs> I didn't like Black is King or did, said that it wasn't a film. <laughs> you don't. And someone said that it was art house, and I'm like, I was like, Disney does not make art house films. No. Like, 
it's art house art means house. that you had limited resources which is yeah. why you had to use like odd methods to complete filming art house do, do people know this people just be saying stuff that's the thing you like, know what's art house getting um queso white queso at the new york <laughs> times that's you working with little materials and making it straight and making it work like you are, that's the queso at the Applebee's at Times Square is far more art house than Black is King. I mean, the culture, yeah. the Isn't culture is rough. That is stressful. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, I, I mean, I've known that about you that you want to take Black women's joy you don't want them to, i've known that for years and so yeah that someone has finally actually my calling card that's, yeah that's that's what i've been like most known for in my work is <laughs> stealing <laughs> ensuring that, that black women have the worst time ever <laughs> yeah for just sure. kidding if you no. actually know me then you know that i literally think black women should rule the world um i was raised by nothing but black women yeah. i think that black women are absolutely incredible beings um, and, but that's uh, crazy to. I mean, again, Stan Culture. You make a critique, and you're like, uh, you could just say, "I just don't like it," and people will accuse you of heinous things, like stealing the joy of an entire subset of <laughs> women. Right now, white <laughs> women. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That is truly on your resume. <laughs> There's a lot of joy to steal there, you know. There's a lot. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway. But I just didn't people were like, This is the club bop of the century. Can't wait to go to the club and dance to and I'm like, I don't wanna be at the club when that comes. That's gonna be awful. Well, but we've already danced to that song at the yeah. club. Like that's and like... I'm not even a Charlie XEX fan. Like she doesn't do it for me either. I mean I, in a general I'm kind of like a, a grump when it comes to like pop music. Like I'm I don't I can't get on board with most of the trains. But Right, you like your Nina Simone. I love Nina Simone. Right. I love a classy, you know. Um, but I also, I can get down with some new stuff every every now and then, of course. But Charlie XEX, it's a little like, have you? Do you know? You have you listened? I mean, I've I've heard of You've the heard, Charlie XEX. Right. There's a fandom. There's a there's a lot of people who love her, and um, to me, it just sounds like a lot of like, uh, it's like electronic. It's just too much. But she sampled that same song just like three months before. Well, and, and also... It's like, a song from the 90s, too. Drake released an album that was like super house-influenced like a couple days before that song came out. And everyone was like, ah, oh, Drake's ridiculous. What is this sound you're doing? And then Beyonce released that song and everyone was like, wow, yeah. I'm so happy about the rebirth of House. Right. Catered in by Beyonce. And I'm like, first of all, the rebirth of House. What are any of you talking about? <laughs> the rebirth. What are any of you talking about? <laughs> oh my God. It's just. It's insulting. It is insulting. To their own intelligence. It is. Because that's not, I wouldn't call that House even. Yeah. Like. I mean, it is. I don't house, want to do but, drugs. But she to that didn't song. make it. Yeah, she did not. 
She like does not. that. Like it's not the Beyonce is not rebirthing house. She's house re- never she, went anywhere. She's adopting it. She's you know. <laughs> she is housing house she's for the moment. Housing, yeah. I mean, she is acting as a halfway house. She's the, she's, she's the, the halfway house. This is yep, halfway house. She's the dirty lady. Beyonce makes for, halfway house. Mm-hmm. Halfway house. That's good. You should say that. That's a good. <laughs> anytime anyone brings it up. Okay. Now. Well, I mean, come at us, beehive. We just lost a whole sect of, yep, of fans. It's like, done. It's over. Yeah, we just lost a bunch of people. That's okay. I mean. It's it's fine. Like go. I love I love some. I can get down to some Beyonce. I you know rocket. No, I love what a Beyonce. Song. She's. Um, she got I mean, it. I love. I mean, I guess I'm in the minority of a lot of fans. I like. I am Sasha Fierce. Yeah. I even like the albums you don't. That y'all don't like. Right. I had B Day as a child. I love Crazy and Love. B Day. B Day was. B Day is a great album. Yeah. Is a fantastic album. A good and a good album cover. Like, so let's rebirth that. Let's do a little more like if we're gonna do early two thousands. I will say I saw a lot of TikTok talk about online about like you know Beyonce doesn't want you to quit your job. She's a capitalist, like capital C. Like she is and I'm like, this is the this is the angle we're going out. We're getting mad at her. For, like, flippantly saying in a song to quit your job. Yes, she's a billionaire, but that's what... We're going to have, like, class warfare with Beyonce. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. But we're going to get up in arms about that aspect of it, not the fact that it's not that great of a song. Right. I love the other side, too, that's like, oh, Beyonce told me to quit my job. And it's like, you're poor. <laughs> Don't quit your job. <laughs> like I, I highly suggest that you don't quit your job. Go. Like Beyonce doesn't have a job. I mean, this is her job. Yeah. What she's just done, re- like releasing mediocre pop and making mm-hmm. you expensive velour. Yeah. Is is what is what she, is that's her job. So and she doesn't do any of that. She no. like has people to do it for her. She yeah. So you can quit whatever job you'd like, but right. Not to say that she hasn't worked her ass off to finally absolutely. Now release that mediocre pop but but by this point uh, yeah it's just a bunch of zoom meetings i do zoom meetings all day <laughs> right <laughs> it is zoom recording sessions right like yeah uh, okay anyway uh lizzo so because this is journalism i listen to the entirety of her album before hopping on i didn't Sorry. It's a good no. It's fine. That's why I no. That was my assignment. Yeah, we, yeah. we each have assignments. Yeah. Um. It's it's a good album. It's a fun album. It's very different than her first album. Um, it has a more like pop disco R and B vibe. Okay. Um. There aren't any bangers, I would say. Mm. You don't. Which, you wouldn't even consider about damn time. Is that on it? I mean, I would call that a bop. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, um, when you think of the first album, I think of like, love looks better in color. Like that's mm-hmm. a banger. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think there are any bangers on this album, but it's okay. There are lots of bops. Okay. Um, and lots of like very. Whereas the last album was very like her healing from lots of things. 
this album is very like embracing self, loving self, which is beautiful. Um, it's a lot um, happier in tone, I would say. How much flute is on the album? You know, I didn't hear a lot of flute exclusively. Okay. I'm sure that Sasha's in there in places that we can't hear. Mm-hmm. Or that I didn't hear in first listen. She's at least on the chair next to her. Yeah, Sasha's in there. Sasha's yeah. in there somewhere. Okay. Okay. I just want people to understand, and I've said this on social media too, but I'm using our podcast as a place to submit all of my things in record. <laughs> you're um, settling some scores, you're squashing some beefs. Making, <laughs> Never squash the beef. No, yeah, keep the beef sizzling. So, I don't think that people understand the stamina it takes to rap slash sing and dance, to twerk. To then play a flute, stop to yell the word bitch, and then mm-hmm. play the flute more in the mm-hmm. next like measure. Mm-hmm. Like that's massive breath control yeah. that's being practiced there. Yeah. Like Lizzo is one of the most talented performers of all time, and it's because she plays the flute live on stage while rapping and singing and dancing. Like nobody can breathe like that. Mm-hmm. That is breath control. Yeah. And it's something you don't see that often anymore. Like, she's a multi-talented individual. Like, she's, like, got several things going on. Yeah. She's singing on this album more than she is rapping. I don't think there's any straight-up rap on this, on special. Hmm. Um, also, Lizzo is now an ambassador or leads workout classes with, with Peloton. Damn. Right? Good move, Peloton, because they're going downhill. <laughs> their stock went like so down because no one's pelotoning anymore because people actually go to the gym people now. people are going to the gym again yeah yeah, yeah. G- good for her though an ambassador <laughs> right right they're trying to make peloton popular uh-huh make peloton great again make peloton <laughs> yo mappa <laughs> map map make peloton mapapa mapaga yeah mapaga um, it's, it's just, uh, good for her. She's a, she's a star. And I think she's Emmy nominated now. For what? Because her show, I believe it's called Big Girls on Amazon okay. Prime. It's a competition show to find backup dancers. Is nominated for an Emmy. Okay. Rock on. So. Hey, have you seen, speaking of film and television have you seen top gun yet no do you want to see top Gun? i wasn't planning on it did you have you seen top oh gun? i've seen it it is a good time really it's the best film i've seen you in know a while. i haven't seen the original top neither gun. had i and it, apparently it's not as good as this one um oh. if you look at the rotten tomato score the original had it's like 56 percent, and the um the the new one has 99 Oh, wow. Um, 99 critics and like 96 audience, which is pretty rare these days to wow. have that kind of alignment. And I think it says, you know, it's the first time in a while we've had a big blockbuster. Like, I mean, it made me pro-military and pro-gun for two and a half hours. 
And it's like pretty there. And I fully understand that that it's it is like probably CIA controlled and produced and sanctioned propaganda to make people excited for whatever military conflict we'll be probably in with either China or Russia. It's coming. It's going to happen. Yeah. And they'll probably it's going to excite a lot of young men. Is that a good thing? I don't know. I don't know. Um but is it a good movie? Yes. That I do know. Well, congratulations, Lady Gaga. Yeah, really. That's all I got to say about that. She <laughs> contributed some beautiful notes. She, uh, she's a, she actually is one of the Jets as well. It's an incredible costume, but she's a plane. Wow. In the film. Yeah. She now you want to talk multifaceted talent? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's There's, your girl. That is your girl. That's my girl. I do like her. Did you see House of Gucci or Gucci House? No, I won't see it because I've heard terrible things. Yeah, about it. yeah. Go see Top Gun. Go see. I mean, it's just hot people doing hot things. Like that's. That sounds like Lightyear. Uh, really? <laughs> it, uh... No, they're okay. all strange looking. Yeah, Especially that's what I he heard. Looks, yeah. Yeah, People I've said he looks like a white supremacist. Yeah, I've seen the body cam meme, which is hilarious. Pixar is going down some strange pathways. I've been very disturbed by Pixar. Everybody wanted me to go see Luca. I refused to see Luca. And I don't know why, but I just, I'm not going to see Luca. And <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not going to see... I just don't want to see... I think it's disturbing when... Um, Adults really love Pixar. It's a little strange to me. If that's you, and if that's okay. I mean, is it just Pixar? Because I'm a big fan of Bluey. What's Bluey? What's Bluey? I'm so happy you asked. So Bluey <laughs> is a show. It's an Australian show about a family of uh, blue healers. <sighs> like um, dogs? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look this up. It's animated. Each episode's about three minutes long. And okay, I mean, I understand that. Everyone's got their... I have no children, and I love Bluey. <laughs> well, like, hey... Genuinely. Like, we gotta, I cry I mean, at episodes of Bluey alone in my apartment. You're in the camp of, like... This looks very, like, PBS something Mandy would watch. Our friend Mandy, <laughs> who, like, gets up in the morning at 5 a.m. and watches uh, PBS cartoons in the morning which i'm sure is even more uh enjoyable now for her that she has two children in the house right well it probably doesn't get to do it now that yeah. she has children in the house yeah really kids are insane kids are time suckers they sure are but okay i understand i have some you know i've got some children's things that i watch too that sounds uh wrong I have some children's programming. <laughs> I've got some children's television that I have seen and enjoy. But yeah, Bluey, what's like what has made you cry in Bluey? Um, it's a really well written show. Mm. Every show every episode is about a different lesson that someone is learning in the episode. Um and it's just like it's just so cleverly crafted. Like every episode makes a perfect like circle around itself. Like 
it's well done. And okay. I mean, I'm in a group on Facebook of all the adults who have children or not adults that have children that are just fans of Bluey. And it's, it's just Bluey memes. We just share Bluey memes with each other. Good. That's community. It is community. That and is... that's good for some things. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's better than um, being part of any of the other fucked up communities. <laughs> like, good, for, uh... good for you. Um, okay, I need to pause again. This is going to be the worst. I'm gonna, this edit is gonna be You're gonna fucked. have a rough time editing it. Yeah, one. fuck. Hold on. What is, the, what is the temperature oh, in New York? It? Yeah. My computer is on its last legs, like, in terms of its full life. Um, like it's gonna die soon. Um, the temperature in New York above the ground is like 78 to 80. Oh, that's nice. The temperature in New York underground is roughly 8,073 <laughs> degrees. Yeah. And I actually firmly believe that the reason that I'm so congested all the time now is because I'm like in the heat of New York and then I go to the hotter of New York and then I get on the subway car. Which is freezing, can be freezing. And then I get right off of the freezing subway car back into like the smolter swamp of underground New York. And then go outside, which is a different environment. Yeah, you're going to. And it won't stop raining. Atmospheres. It's been raining since I moved here. Wow. That's kind of romantic. (laughs) Rain in New York. Who, (laughs) Brad? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Bluey, you and Bluey. Me and that's gross. <laughs> I mean, not romantic. <laughs> Get out of here. I mean, I don't know. Um. Okay, so what's next? What's on? What's next on the list of things we're gonna talk about? This Z-Way and Chet Hanks thing. Oh yes, rounding it on home. Let's talk about how. So I. Last time we spoke, I told you about how I, you know, he's my personal trainer. You and Cheddar, yeah, he's your personal yeah. trainer. and on the DL, we're kind of figuring out, you know, our relationship. Do you want to be attached to him in that way? Um, <laughs> Especially after this interview. Yeah, I don't, I mean, what were your thoughts on this interview? So Chet was on Z-Way's show, and he, um, I found it to be the most interesting interview I've ever seen on Z-Way. It was wild. Um, Z-Way unfor- like, actually got physically uncomfortable for like, yeah, the yeah. latter half of the interview because he started flirting with her. I know. Um, and it was very strange to watch. And he... She asked if he wanted to apologize to anyone for his offensive uh, Jamaican accent. accent. And he said mm-hmm. no. And then he was like... He said a word and he was like, yeah... And Zero was like, well, what does that mean? And he was like, he doesn't, it's beyond meaning. Like, it's just, and she was like, that's a literal word. Like, you just. <laughs> like a know. word, a Jamaican word, he said? Yeah, it, yeah, Patwan is what they mm. were speaking. So he said a, a word in Patwan and <laughs> nothing. And then she was like, well, what does that mean? And he was like, it's beyond meaning. And she's like, it's not. That's like a whole word. Um, he's he he claimed bringing um, Jamaican culture to the forefront. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that was fun. It's wild. If you have it not is. seen the full interview, you should. I mean, Go you can find it on YouTube at least. It, I, think I mean, has he it. never seen Cool Runnings? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can listen to Bob Marley. Yeah, have you I ever... love that you said Cool Running, Brad. <laughs> Brad. I mean, that's what brought it to my attention as a young boy. <laughs> that was my entry point. <laughs> that's where I learned about. <laughs> it's a con- fantastic film. Oh my god! It's great. I mean, he's he's a goofball, Chet Hanks. Like he's a total wild, crazy. And there's a lot of people who really love him. I found, and I was reading comments on the TikTok videos that I saw of this interview, and it was pretty split. Like a lot of people were like, "What a freak this guy is! What a weirdo!" And then there's of course people. He's based. He's so cool. He's like, this guy, like, is an alpha. Like, finally, you know, someone's putting her in her place. Like, and I was like, I don't think he what? really put her in her place. I so think weird. He made her very uncomfortable. And then there was a team of people in the comments saying, like, um, they have great chemistry. Wow. And I think they could have, like, a, a show together. And a it buddy would be cop show. a buddy cop show, maybe a buddy cop show, maybe like a law firm show. Oh, some sort of because I could see her playing like a high class lawyer, and he's constantly a prisoner. What do you mean? <laughs> there is no world in which they are working <laughs> in a law firm. <laughs> like what? I mean, I could see her being uh, a high class lawyer. I could see her being a lawyer, absolutely. He could just, yeah, be the criminal in most cases. Like, every, in every the arch episode, nemesis in criminal. A different, a different costume every time. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't... It was the this Joker part was uh, when he did his Joker impression. Did you see that? Oh, I don't think I saw that part. Yeah, he goes into like a very... It's actually a pretty um, solid Heath Ledger Joker impression. That's very, very frightening. Um... And he was sitting on a medicine ball with no shirt on. I mean, where's Tom? What does Tom have to say? I feel like Tom has distanced himself so far from that child. Yeah. And Tom just celebrated a birthday, so... Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Tom. Tom. Yeah. We share a birthday, so I know that. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, it was your birthday. It was. Uh Uh-huh. Did you go anywhere? I danced with drag queens. Okay, cool. I want to lip sync for your life. Okay, congrats. What did Thanks. you lip sync? It was um, just the last section of J Lo's "Waiting for Tonight." So, do you, now, do you like J Lo? I do like J Lo. Yeah, she ain't bad. Oh, she's amazing. She's got yeah. I find a lot of her clothes in the thrift store. Like her <laughs> line of clothes. <laughs> I was like, wow. Uh, yeah. I was Hers. like, that, does she have like a team specifically for Midwest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, this was offs? Phoenix. There's a lot of uh, the most like popular brands in Phoenix were Jennifer Lopez in the thrift store and um, then Joan Rivers. Joan oh, Rivers wow. clothing line. Yeah. Two icons. Two icons times. who like made clothing lines. Yeah. It's, um, how old are you? Are you? Th- you're not 30. You're younger than me. No, you? I am 29. Sorry. Uh, Reese, Reese just turned 30, so my my oh, lover. I forgot that he's old. He is old, I know. It's crazy. He's a doctor. 
My lover's 47. <laughs> Congrats. That's Thanks. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, love knows no age as long as it's above age 18. Ain't nothing but a number. Yes. Yeah. Must be legal. Yeah. Got to be legal. Right. That's the. Even, I would say, life. let's let's start 21 and plus, maybe. Maybe 22 and plus. Even, <laughs> even 18. Is, yeah. <laughs> start, yeah. 30 maybe just date when you're think 30 big, think, yeah, big. think big think big numbers <laughs> 47 is a good spot uh, yeah alright for everyone involved in this one listening um, thank you for powering through with us it's yeah, 96 we had to get degrees it's hot we were... there's dogs yeah there was a lot going on this is the season finale but it's <laughs> It's not like it doesn't have the panache and the, yeah. yeah. I mean, but I mean, but does it? Isn't that just what the world is right now? Yeah, like, totally. There's, there's no panache. We're no. We're in a, like court trial about something that we all saw on television. So I'm not sure why we have to talk about who's. What's the court trial? The insurrection. Oh, um, that's right. You can't you get abortions unless you want to drive far places now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything's terrible. So it makes sense that this episode is also terrible because it, we at Straight Talk with Gay Men try to <laughs> reflect the times. We sure do. Wait, before we go, uh, Team Johnny or Team Amber? <laughs> they want to know. Um, or Team Neither. You, you know, honestly, I'm Team Neither. Same. Like, I'm too. not super invested in that case. Um, I think that she had a lot of like insane missteps. And listen to how I say I'm not invested, but I watched it all the time, know exactly what happened. I think there are a lot of contradictions in the stories that she told. I think that his team did a really great job of of building the what I think is the accurate case. Yeah. Um, but I also think relationships are messy, mm-hmm. um, and I think that there uh, could be true to whatever. Um, but I think that uh, you know. Who knows the real truth because they both kind of won. That's kind of how, yeah, that's how I feel too. All, I, all I'll say is I think like give it two, three years, you're going to see a Hulu documentary series called Amber Finally Heard. That's my wow, prediction. That's good. I'm not saying that I'm in support I, I love of that. that Brad's involved with this. He's yeah, like, he's like, you're going to see it. And you're going to see it. Like, I have executive no... produced by Bradley Hildebrand. We're very, we're very close, her and I. Um, we're not. She, I mean, she's shat in my bed a couple times. Yeah, like, we're not that close. But I, yeah, I agree. I think the nation needed a big uh, frivolous trial. Not to say that what either of them experienced is a uh, frivolous, but it was kind. Of, you know, it's two rich people fighting about shit in the bed. Absolutely, so, it allowed us to forget that Ukraine is still being massacred, <laughs> right? And that's good, you know. You just need a little bit of that. Something to something else to talk about on TikTok. I mean, people were crazy. It's amazing that some people were able to let it become their whole life and personality. Like people would, you know, analyze their their behaviors on, uh, like. Uh, behavior it's crazy it's crazy and all and some people are just like hoping like they're like finally we can get johnny back and we can have another pirates of the caribbean like that's that's what people want out of this that's the end goal 
The internet is a dangerous and horrifying place. It is, but but I would um, I'd see it. I'd see the new pirates. I'd watch it. I don't. It, I mean, they're too dark for me. I like if a film is like physically dark. <laughs> I have a problem watching it. You need. That's lighting. my problem with the Dark Knight. Movie. You're also like you're too, you're hard to get to a movie in general. Yeah, I don't. You like don't movies like much. movies. I'm yeah. I'm more of a more of a TV guy. I understand. I mean, it's yeah. nice from the comfort of your own home. You know, yeah. Well, but, and I also like, I just, I predict stories very well. Go see Top Gun, though. You've got to go see <laughs> it. So fun. I mean, I know are, are I'm they being paying you for this. Do you have a sponsorship? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. About. Yeah. Amber is paying me to. <laughs> Amber's paying you to talk about, talk Top, about Gun. Top Gun. Yeah. She's invested. She's going to be in the sequel. Um, yeah, God bless Johnny and Amber and Top Gun. You know, and also, can I, to end on another positive note, I would like to send a shout out to gay icon Shirley Ralph, who just got her first Emmy nomination for her role on Abbott Elementary. Yeah, and I've I think heard that's such good things thing. about that show. I love that show. Yeah, it's you're such not the a first person. Show. I've heard it's really good. Such a good show. It's they like Office started... style, right? They interview. Yes. It's like interview. Okay. It's good. Yeah, and who else is in it? Uh, Quinta Brunson. That's what I thought. Um, homeboy from Everybody Hates Chris. No way. Yeah, he also got an Emmy nomination, and so did Quinta. Quinta actually made history as the first black woman to be nominated for executive producer, writer, and actor on the same show at one Emmy Awards. She's like a modern day career. Like, started on YouTube and now is on network television. She is reigniting it. It's like, that that show is like, what is it, on NBC? ABC. ABC? Wow. She works for the mouse. <laughs> Don't we all? We all kind of work. Yeah, for that's the, mouse. the secret. Yeah, Disney owns America. I know this. Bum bum bum. And on that, uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, go ahead and subscribe. Subscribe on all the places you can. Apple, Spotify. Um, you know, follow us on Instagram, Instagram individually. We don't have a. a a page yet but no. I don't know maybe that's season two thing since we're yeah, at the end of season one. So. <laughs> a page an Instagram page or a yeah something yeah. Where you can we need like we need a subreddit all good um all good podcasts have a like uh horribly toxic subreddit culture oh that's what we need yeah so calling all of our toxic fans mm-hmm. we're gonna have a subreddit soon yeah start a start a subreddit that's like don't you think the podcast is kind of like um declining in quality lately i don't know i just really don't like it like <laughs> they used to talk about interesting things now they don't it's like, well, well it's not our fault the world's falling apart too many dogs in the background <laughs> they're like oh there's the barking there's the, the barking the beverage grabbing yeah um but yeah insane. if you know if there are things that you want to hear us talk about in season two uh, or if you're confused, send us an email. <laughs> Straight talk with gaymen at gmail.com. Um, we may not see it until we record the next episode, but hey, <laughs> we'll see it at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see it. Well, see you all next time. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye, straight talkers. Oh, that's good. There it is.